Hey guys, it's Abe, Contractors Insurance, coming at you today with how general liability policies are rated. Now, the rating of general liability policies seems super, super boring to most people, probably because it is, but when you realize that this can drastically impact how much your company pays in insurance premiums, then all of a sudden, it starts to you know be a little bit more interesting of a subject. Um, so we want to go over today how general liability policies are rated. Now, there is two main factors in rating the general liability policies. So it's gross revenue or payroll, sometimes both. And we'll get into that in a second. Backing up for just a second here, what is one thing that I think is not communicated enough to contractors is how their trades what they do, the type of jobs they you know, can accept, um, how that impacts their general liability insurance premiums. So if you are what insurance companies consider to be a low-risk contractor, like you do electrical work, flooring, painting, maybe some handyman stuff, all of those things are generally considered by insurance companies to be very, very low risk. They have a low ratio of claims. So those industries are rewarded with very low insurance premiums. Now, if, on the other hand, you're a roofer, or if you are a new home builder, those industries experience higher claims. And when there is a claim, the claim is more expensive for the insurance company to settle or to make whole. So this is probably the most important thing in determining how much you're going to pay in insurance is what type of jobs is your company going to be engaged in? Are you going to be a remodeler? You're going to do all right. Are you going to be a remodeler who also does roofing? That can change things. So there's just all sorts of little variants that, that go into how much the rate per thousand is either on the payroll side or on the gross revenue side um, that should be the starting point of any discussion when you're talking about how expensive your general liability policy is going to be. Now, gross revenue is the total business revenue, all receipts, all sales before any subtractions. Nothing is subtracted from this number. This is the very, very top number on your company's tax return that adds up all of the sources of income for your company and puts it in one spot. So at the very, very top of your company's tax return, that's the gross revenue. It's the total business that the company brings in over the course of the whole year. The other factor is payroll. Most policies are only considering field payroll. So this is an important thing to review with your agent uh, is to make sure that you're not including your office staff, any bookkeepers, any administrators, managers, anything like that. This is just people, you know, swinging the proverbial hammer here. People that are in the field, hands-on, that could potentially cause a claim. So that is what they're taking into account for payroll. Now, sometimes it'll be a combination. There will be rating on gross revenue and payroll. Usually, it'll be one or the other. Um, the theory is, is that the more business a company does, or the more payroll a company has, the more likely that a claim is to occur. So the more the insurance cost, which can make a lot of sense. Because obviously, if you have a company doing $100,000 a year, they are much less likely, statistically, to run into a scenario where they will make a mistake 
than a company that is doing $10 million a year. It is a lot higher likelihood that a $10 million a year company is going to have an accident or just because they have more activity going on. And it's the same thing with the payroll. You know, the payroll is is huge. It's If you don't have any payroll, if you're owner-operator, you're almost, you know, I mean, the statistical likelihood that you're going to have a claim is very, very, very low. Whereas if you have 10 employees and you're managing all those employees, hiring for spots, interviewing, hoping that they have the experience they claim and sending those guys out, all of a sudden your odds of having a claim or the chance that you'll have a claim just went up pretty drastically. So those are two real big factors in considering how much the um, insurance premium will be along with the trade. Now, subcontractor costs, depending on the coverage form that your um, that your policy is written on, sometimes they can increase the amount of premium that you pay. Sometimes if there is good coverage for subcontractors that you hire under your policy, sometimes that will increase the price that you pay for your insurance. On the other hand, if there is very firm language in your policy that says you must collect a certificate of insurance, you must be named as additionally insured. Now, all of a sudden, that can bring your policy cost down, which is not a bad thing. I mean, it really depends on how your company's set up. There's no good or bad way on this. Um, if you want subcontractors filing a bunch of claims on your policy, then I suppose you know the, the one that increases the cost of your insurance for having subcontractors doing work for you may be the better choice for you. But if you're willing to, and a lot of times those policies too, by the way, full disclosure, they require you to collect that certificate of insurance, but there's increased defense costs from your insurance company if there's a claim. So that that can have an impact uh, and that can be part of the reason that the price goes up. But there are some policies out there that will decrease the amount of money you pay for your insurance with the more subcontractors you have because they require that you have your all your subcontractors name you as additionally insured uh, sometimes they require hold harmlesses and it varies by policy. So review it with your agent as to which one you have. But the policies that reduce in cost when you hire a subcontractor, virtu- I've never seen one. I won't say all or virtually all, but I've never seen one that did not have specific requirements in the policy you know, circulating around what you must do to comply with your insurance, i.e. have a covered claim. Uh, what you must do in the event that you hire subcontractors. So very important things to pay attention to. A lot of whether or not a claim is covered um, can can be you know impacted on this. And then coming on the other side, we'll talk about an audit in a minute, but with an audit, that can have an impact on an audit too. And we'll get there in just a second. Um, coverage, you know, they're, um, the coverage is really a whole uh, different episode. So we'll get into that in, in another episode. Uh, but, but it's one of the major considerations on how much your policy will cost. Regardless of the other coverages in the policy and what is included or not included, you know, the trade that you're going to be engaged in, the gross revenue of your company, the payroll of your company, uh, and then the subcontractor costs of your of your company. So all of those things are key in determining how much your insurance will cost uh, your your construction company. Now circling back around, an audit. In an audit, they're going to go through and make sure that you didn't claim you were going to make $100,000 and then you went out and made a million. Uh, or 
if you made, if you said, I'm going to make a million and you only made, you know, a hundred thousand dollars, there's a lot of policies that'll cut you a check back. So that would, you know, in that situation, that's a great deal, but they're going to go through, they're going to check your gross revenue. They're going to check your payroll. Uh, and a lot of times they'll check your subcontractor costs. And when you are on a policy that is deducting out the, uh, from the gross revenue, so they're subtracting it from your rating factor for when you hire subcontractors. So let's say that you have a million dollars gross revenue for your company. Your company brought in a million dollars in sales. And you hired $500,000 in subcontractors. Really, under a lot of policies, the exposure that you will be rated on is $500,000. But for the $500,000 that you hired other contractors, they're going to want to see that you complied with their rules. So they're going to want to see certificates of insurance. They're going to want to see contracts and all that other stuff. Um, and then you, you wouldn't have to pay. But if you can't produce those documents, then you will. That'll be you know basically as if you took the money yourself, as if you made the money yourself and did not subcontract out to the other company. So very important distinctions here um, on, on this. Talk more with your agent if you have any questions, or you can visit us at cinwinc.com.